Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. Hello, world. Welcome to the Josie Show. We hope you all had a great week so far. We're hoping to help you get your weekend started a little bit. So um, we do have a great show tonight. Tonight, my guests are Adam Calvert, and then we will have joining us for worldwide song debuts by Atlas Cage, Lisa Barrett, and Savannah Nider. So stay tuned to the whole show. You won't want to miss a second of it. Um, this is going to be a very exciting show, so stay right there, y'all. Okay, so it looks like our very first guest has arrived. So everyone, please welcome to the show, Adam Calvert. Hey, Adam, how are hey, you? Hey, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm looking, I've been looking forward to chatting with you. You have so many great things to talk about. You have some great music out there that we're going to be able to play tonight, so we appreciate you coming on. Awesome. No, I appreciate you all. I'm excited to talk to you all about some stuff I've got coming up. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, before we get all down to business, I do kind of want to start from the beginning. I love to know how, you know, artists kind of got started in their craft. So when did you realize that music was what you wanted to pursue? Well, it's so crazy. People ask me all the time. I really can't remember because I think about five years old is when I started singing. And uh, I, I think my parents found that I took a liking to it. And they started me off. Um, I grew up in southeastern Ohio. And they started me off at uh, the, the local retirement facilities. And I would go and sing for the old folks and try to brighten up their day. And then I, I grew up from that. Singing, singing karaoke, too, at a young age. And uh, that was kind of my, my start is, uh, is doing that. And now it's kind of turned back around. Paige and I are doing our best to go out and sing for the retirement facilities and the old folks' homes, and uh, it's it's something that's really special to me. That is wonderful. I love that. I love that. I mean, when you're making music for a purpose, and, and, you know, that's that's definitely a purpose. I mean, to make their day is just an incredible, incredible thing. So I think that is so cool. I I, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, it's just, it's, you know, paying it forward, really. I mean, and, and I wanted to ask you, you know, who are your musical inspirations? Who do you listen to? I would say uh, Garth Brooks was always uh, Clint Black, but especially Garth Brooks. At a young age, I started wearing the uh, lightning shirts that he had and cowboy hat and cowboy boots. I still have the cowboy hat. <laughs> and uh, his entertaining was something that um, I always took a liking to. And I was like, oh, man, I want to be like him, the way that he rocks the stage and the way that he goes out okay. in the audience and the crazy stuff that Garth does. And, uh, and I think today that's, I think when people, you know, if you would ask somebody what the biggest part of our show is, is it's my entertaining, you know, I, I, I think I'm an okay mm-hmm. singer, but, uh, going out and entertaining the crowd and, and, uh, trying to connect with them is my forte. And I, I swear I get that from Garth Brooks. So he's definitely my biggest inspiration. Yes, I see it. I can see it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. And you are definitely more than an okay singer. You are incredible. You're an incredible artist, entertainer, singer. You Thank really you. are. You're welcome. And there is a song that I really, you know, particularly just love, and I love music videos, and there's a music video out for this song. It's called Sun Kiss Summertime. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, this song and what it means to you? Yes, yeah, so um, several years ago, I was down at the beach, um, I believe it was Fort Lauderdale, and uh, my, my riding buddies up home and from Nashville were all like, man, like, you shouldn't be wasting your time going to the beach, and I was like, I don't go very often, but you know, I just love the water, I've, I've always loved the beach and loved the lake, and so I was down uh, at the beach, and mm-hmm. I, when I got back to Nashville, and I, and I went back up to Ohio, um, my, they, my buddies again were saying, hey, you're wasting your time going down to the beach, 
And so not really. Let's write a song about it. So one of my good friends, his name's John Townsend. Mm-hmm. He lives in Nashville. Um, we sat down and, and he said, let's just you know write about some of your experiences down there. And I literally just kind of told him everything that happened in that week. And, uh, and that's what we wrote the song and we probably finished it within, mm-hmm. you know, two or three hours. It was a, a really cool write for me. That is so cool. Wow. I mean, I just, I absolutely love it. And, you know, watching it in like the middle of, middle of winter really makes a person miss summer. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be everybody's <laughs> summer it. anthem. <laughs> yes. It's going to be everyone's oh, summer so. anthem that's, once you hear it. That's <laughs> yeah. the goal. I hope so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're going to play uh, Sunkissed Summertime right now for everyone, and then we'll be right back in just a second. So don't go anywhere. Here we go. Thank you. Thank you. past the midnight hour around next to the lifeguard tower the stars in the moonlight glitter in her eyes we danced slow to the radio I didn't want to let her go the way we moved like clockwork in the Slipping away in the ocean with the tide. 
Sunkiss Summertime, going to be your next summer anthem. And like I said, <laughs> there is a great music video out there right now that everyone can check it out. Uh, I, it's on YouTube. I know that for sure. So please make sure you check it out. Um, it's so, so it's so good. Oh. You're welcome. You're very welcome. We're so excited to be able to play this song. And we do have another song that we are going to play in just a second. But for those out there that want to purchase this song, um, and all the other music that you have out there, where are the best places to do that? So we we try to make it easy. We put it on all your favorite streaming services, so Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, um, Deezer, I believe, and then, of course, a good old YouTube for the videos. Try to make it almost everywhere. I love that. I love that. He's easy to find. When in doubt, Google it out. Type in Adam Calvert. You'll be able to find <laughs> everything that he is a part of, and you're also all over the the webs. Um, you are on Instagram, Facebook, all of that. So just type in Adam Calvert and please connect with him. Um, you will not regret it. And so the next song we are going to play here of yours is called Who I Want to Be. Can you tell us a little bit of the inspiration behind this song? Yeah, so this one is the most special song to me that I've written thus far. Mm -hmm. um, I started writing the chorus of it when I was probably like 15 or 16. It just like came, popped into my head. And, uh, and I, I, I wrote the chorus and then I couldn't write the rest of it. You know, I just, I have a problem mm -hmm. with finishing things. And so, um, yeah. I was in a ride in Nashville and the, the guys, we couldn't come up with anything. And they said, well, do you have anything that, you know, we could help you write? And I said, well, actually I've got this chorus. It's really hard. It's like close to my heart. So I'm, I don't know how I feel about someone else writing on it, but let's give it a shot. And I played the chorus of it and they both looked at each other and they said, that's the song we're writing tonight. And so those two fellows, uh, both of them being fantastic Nashville writers, big time, they, uh, they sat down. Um, I, I pretty much told the guy how I felt, um, where I wanted to go, and he put it into words for me. It was a beautiful thing. I'd never, never really believed in co-writing before. I was like, oh, i got to do this on my own. And from that moment on, I was like, oh, co-writing is where it's at because two, you know, two or three brains are better than one. And the song to yeah. me is, you know, everybody wants to get out of their hometown. You know, Cambridge, my, my hometown, it's, I think, 10,000 people. It's pretty small. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I, I tell people all the time, you got to remember where you came from and always remember who you want to be. And it's crazy for me because now, you know, when I, you know, before I wrote the song, when I wrote that chorus, I was, I couldn't wait to get out of Cambridge. I was like, oh, I got to get out of this small town. I've got to, you know, go out mm -hmm. there and, and pursue music. And now that I travel all around the country playing music, I just can't wait to get back to my hometown, get back to my farm and, and see all those right. folks again. So it's, it's really special to me, and I hope that people can relate to it. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's do it. Let's play it right now. We'll be right back in just a bit um, to talk more to Adam Calvert. So stay right there. Here is who I want to be. Hit it. Growing up 10 miles outside of nowhere. 
Choices I regret 
Who I Want to Be by Adam Calvert. We're back with him right now. And I saw that you are actually going to have a Gulf Coast tour coming up, which is very exciting. So if people, you know, want to go and see you live, where can they go to find this complete list of uh, shows and all that? Of course, Facebook, Instagram, we've got it up on the banner. So it's right up there. And then, of course, on my fan page, it has the full schedule. You know, everywhere will be this year. But I'm super excited about the golf. Uh, I keep saying golf course tour, but it's golf coast tour. I'm super excited about. It. We're we're going to be releasing my next single while we're down there, um, called uh, On the Outside. So I'm really excited about that, and I'm hoping that you know we're going to do a month long pre-save. So all those venues that we're at down there will be uh, will be trying to promote that pre-save. So we're really thrilled about it. That is so exciting. I love it. I love it. And I'm looking forward to the new uh, single for sure. Um, I definitely will be checking that out once that all comes out. Um, and if anyone wants to check out your latest news, of course, the uh, website is the, the main, you know, one-stop shop. Can you please give out that link? Yes, it's adamcalvertmusic.com. Perfect. Check it out, everyone. Do it, do it, do it. And I wanted to ask you, are you currently working on any other projects that you could tell us about? Are you, or are you really just kind of busy with the you know, touring and um, the new single is going to come out? So is that pretty much your main focus right now? <laughs> You're busy. It is. Of course, Paige and I, we, we try to do too many things at once, it seems like. And one of the things <laughs> that we it. really wanted to do, <laughs> I know, one of the things we wanted to do in 2020 <laughs> is uh, get a bunch of new gear. So uh, we've we've had it seems like it's like almost Christmas every day. We've had new music year coming um, to the house, and uh, we really want to. Every year we try to up you know up the show and up the production. But this year we're really spending a lot of money on some new toys, and we're, we're excited for the audience because they're going to really enjoy it. New lights, moving lights, new sound, um, and of course you know I don't have a label or anything, so I get the job of picking everything out and setting it up. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was going to say, that's more fun for you, but hey, it's going to look great. <laughs> it's going to look good, everybody. Y'all y'all will be left entertained, so it's all good. <laughs> it that's works. Right. I love I love it. And another thing that I saw about you, which I, I think is awesome, and I wish more artists would, would do this, is um, there's a program, The Gift of Music, that you do where you bring music to, like, hospitals and nursing homes, like you said. Um, and I just think that's the coolest, coolest thing, and I wanted to, I wanted to bring that up. Uh, it's, just, it's just a very, very neat thing that you do, and, and just keep that up. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> we, you know, my, my nonprofits that we work with through music are very important to me. We do The Gift of Music, and we also do a nonprofit called Reach and Teach, and I'm really excited about it this year. We're uh, going down Monday and meeting with Lexington High School in Alabama, and I'm going to get to meet all the students down there. And then I come back a thir- the third week in March while we're on the golf, co- golf course tour, <laughs> the Gulf Coast tour, and uh, I'm going to go going to throw a concert on a Wednesday at their high school. So it's really exciting. And then we're going to go. Um, I think it's May 28th to Washington D.C. and uh, and push not the Reach and Teach nonprofit to a bunch of educators in the north. So. We're really excited about that. It's, you'll have to check it out. It's too much for me to try to explain to you over an interview, but it's amazing program. So I hope you take a look at it. Yes, check it out, everyone. I wish they had that kind of stuff when I was in high school. How fun is that? Oh, man, it's oh, so goodness. cool because it's a, it's a nine-week program, and all the students that are in this program, they're mostly seniors. It's part of their senior project for that business class. But they have nine weeks to go out and, and get sponsors to pay for the staging, the lighting, and the sound. They have to go out and get, you know, they have to talk to adults, you know, and in this time and age, it's an important thing for them to have that um, energy mm-hmm. and be able to go to these folks and ask for money. They have to go get the people for the medical tent, EMTs, and then, of course, they actually do the load-in and load-out for us. So they 
get to see what it's what it's all about, and, and hopefully it inspires some of them to maybe take a job in the entertainment industry. I love that. That is really really cool. I love that. I wish I wish I had something like that when I was when I was in uh, high school for sure. I think that's gonna be a lot of fun for the kids. And you're gonna get to meet everybody oh, me too. too. Yeah, 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 I think we, that's gonna be. We fun. get to go down. Oh, it's fantastic. Such and these kids, most of them, this will be their first concert. You know, they've they're you know 15 to you know, 18 years old. Most of them, unless their parents still have not seen a concert. And I mean, we put on a full concert, lifted stage, big yeah. sound, and you should see these kids' eyes light up like they've never seen anything like this before. That is so cool. Wow. Look at that. That is very, very neat. I love that. I love that. And please, everyone, make sure you go and check out um, the website, Adam Calvert on Facebook, um, to keep up on all of his latest news, where he'll be next. Maybe he'll be down in your area. So please make sure you check that out. And, Adam, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. And please come back anytime. Anytime you have, you know, anything that you'd like to talk about, please come. Please come back. Hey, the pleasure is all mine. I really appreciate you taking the time to push my music and get me on. I, I look forward to talking to you again and hopefully meet you in person too. That would be amazing. That would be so, so cool. And and thank you so much to you and Paige for, for helping us set everything up. So thank you both so much. No, thank you. We, we appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. And I'll talk to you real soon. <laughs> thank you. All right. Take care. Thanks again. You too. Bye-bye. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Adam Calvert, everybody. He's incredible. And like I said, you have to go to, um, you know, you got you to gotta check him out. Facebook, his website, all that. When in doubt, Google it out. Adam Calvert. Um, type his name up in Google. He pops up <laughs> right away. And you have to check out his music video um, for Sunkiss Summertime. I love it. It makes me feel like I'm on the beach. There's great beach footage. I mean, it gives you major beach vibes, y'all. <laughs> It makes you wish that it was summer. Um, so please make sure you check that out. Um, it's so good. I'm telling you, he's such a he's such a talented artist. But not you know the thing that I love about artists you know like Adam is he uses his gift for good. You know he uses music as a way to help others heal others. Like like I always say, I mean it's music is a universal language. It's it could be essentially like therapy, <laughs> really. It, it, it is for a lot of people. And to bring that into, you know, hospitals, nursing homes, um, to our youth, that's an incredible, incredible thing um, that he does. So I think that's amazing. I think more artists definitely need to uh, to do that. So please check out Adam Calvert, y'all. You won't regret it. <laughs> you won't regret it, I'm telling you. Um, so let's see here. I want to talk a little bit about our question of the day. I know y'all love our questions of the day. Um, so we're actually going to read some um, tonight, uh, yeah, tonight um, on the Josie Show, but then we're going to actually save some of your responses for uh, next Thursday when we have Katie Cook because she has a podcast out for all things paranormal. So I thought it would be really cool to, to have uh, some of y'all's response um, on that episode. It's just perfectly fitting. You know what I mean, y'all? So, all right. So our, our question of the day was, have you ever had a paranormal experience? And so we asked you all to share your experiences with the supernatural and y'all delivered. <laughs> y'all delivered. So let's see here. I'm going on the feed here. Um, let's see. So, all right. Um, Alisa Wilt says, um, yes, she has experienced the paranormal. She saw a black cloaked, cloaked, 
quoted, <laughs> a black cloaked figure, red satin lining, used, um, it used to shake her bed. It went on for years until my now husband came in my room one day and seen it. To this day, I say it was my uncle. Um, that is so crazy. Can you imagine? Oh, my goodness. Um, I think the cloaked figure. I think it was Oh, but I love it. I love it. It's so interesting. Uh, the next one here is Lynn Schmidthuber. Um, yes, I worked at an old farmhouse in Pennsylvania when I was a teenager. I always felt like I was being watched from a particular corner of the house. Things were always moved from where I left them. And one day I turned around quickly and yelled, what do you want? And I saw a man standing there and he quickly just faded away. So I told the owner of the house what happened. She said, describe the man to me. And so Lynn did. And so then she pulled a picture out of, um, out of uh, a trunk and asked if this was who I saw. And it was, and it was her father. This is crazy. It gives me goosebumps. It was actually her, it was actually her, uh, this lady's father who had committed suicide on the farm. Oh my goodness. And, you know, others had spooky encounters there, but never, you know, really saw him. They only felt his presence. Um, and um, until, until his uh, wife died and he was never seen or felt again after her death. So um, that is crazy. Thank you so much for sharing y'all's experiences. We're going to share um, a few more throughout tonight's show and then save some for next Thursday. Um, but thank you all so much for answering our question of the day. I absolutely love hearing all of your responses. Um, but let's see here. It looks like our next guest is here, and I do not want to keep him waiting. So everyone, please welcome to the show our next guest, Atlas Cage. Hello. Josie, how's it going? Going great. How are you? Doing all right. Doing well. Good. I'm happy to hear that. I'm so excited to have you on the show tonight. We're, we're going to play uh, a song of yours. Um, an actual uh, debut, so that's very exciting. We're honored about that. <laughs> yeah, thank you for playing it. It's going to be the debut from Chords of Eve, so that'll be it'll be fun. <laughs> yes, it will. It will. And you know, the worldwide radio debut that we're doing for you tonight—it's your single, Bright Side. And um, we will talk about that in just a moment. But first, can I? I wanted to ask you—you you know, where did you get your? When did you get your start? I mean, when did you realize that music was what you wanted to pursue? Oh, you know, music, I feel like I've been doing that forever, forever. And my mom got me an electric guitar when I was a kid. And mm -hmm. the first time I played it, I was like, I know, this is the sound. This is what I want to do forever. Right. <laughs> and so she's always been, mm -hmm. yeah, perfect, right? It's just like you do it, and you're like, no, this is it. And she's always been yeah. a big supporter of everything that I was doing musically. And I started mm -hmm. off actually doing very hard rock, like death metal in high school. <laughs> really? And Wow. Yeah, yeah. And people loved it. People got a kick out of it because I guess they had never seen a bunch of high school kids in El Paso, Texas doing that. So, right. you know, I moved on and into college, got into producing and got into doing some like short film scores and doing Foley art and really just kind of broadening my perspective on music and been doing it ever since. Just really love it. Yeah, you have the bug. I mean, once you get the bug, I feel like, you know, music constantly just pulls you. You can't, you can't break away from it. So you're stuck for life. Um, and it's so, it's so cool. Um, you know, and I, I think that's, I think that's awesome how you got started. And I love that your, your mom really kind of um, just stuck with you on the music thing. She, you know, you know, really just was there and um, was a positive role model for you during that journey. I think that's so cool. And, and I wanted to ask you what style um, of genres or music do you create now, would you say? 
Uh, I still do rock and roll. I've got a long-term project, Strings of Atlas, that I've been doing, like, geez, almost 15 years now, I think. And that's still one of my favorite ones. And now um, Chords of Eve, this one's kind of like a, a pop, sort of alt-pop kind of alternative sound, a little bit in, like, Fantagram, going to, like, old-school Portishead and everything. So yeah. it's they're pretty different genres, but they're, like, the two main projects that I'm working on right now. Right. I love that. I love that. And, you know, the song that we're actually debuting, um, Bright Side, it'll be a part of an EP that you're releasing. Am I correct? Can you tell us a little bit about this EP? Yeah, for sure. We've got one more single that comes out in March, and then the EP itself uh, is called Dear Engineer, and that one's coming out in April. And they all kind of have this human meets machine kind of sound where, you know, like I play guitar and bass and then then I do a little bit of uh, electronic sounds and samples here and yeah. chirps and beeps. And it's kind of like a sci-fi story is what we're trying to tell with this. Ooh, but it touches on more like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's, that's, that's exactly the reaction I want from it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> wow, I've been a big sci-fi that... fan and like things like Firefly and big yeah. fan of stuff. Me too. So you have a fan in me here because I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to be a fan of your music for sure. <laughs> I can tell now, <laughs> um, along with a lot of others. And I think it's, I think, I think your music is great. And you know, I'm, I'm so Thank excited you. to be able to play this song. You're very welcome. Um, Brightside. So let's do it. Uh, here is the worldwide radio debut of Brightside by Atlas Cage, and we'll be right back with more from Atlas in just a moment. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. Here we go. <laughs>
And we're back at the Josie Show with Atlas Cage. There you have it. That was the Worldwide Radio debut of Bright Side. I love the sound. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. it. (laughs) You're welcome. You're very welcome. And where can people go to um, check out this song along with all the other music that you have to come? Because like you said, you have another single that's going to be coming out here, you know, soon. So where can people go and find you and your music? Yeah, pretty much. So every time we put something out, we try to get it on all the streaming services. So it's going to pop up on Spotify and Apple Music, Google Play, Deezer and all that. And if you go to the uh, the Sky Titan Media website, we have all the artists under there. So you'll see some like the Rock Projects, the Ambient, you'll see Chords of Eve under it. And of course, all the the socials and everything. You know, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Yes, I love that. Yeah, you're all over. Don't worry, y'all. You'll you'll find him. <laughs> Please make sure you go <laughs> and uh, check him out. Um, you won't regret it. And when will this song um be available, Brightside, and also the EP? When will when will these two uh, projects be fully released for people to check uh, so, out? So Brightside's yeah. debut is tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's uh, yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> Very and, exciting. Uh, the EP itself. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's a, we have the, a music video for it as well. A lyric video is going to be debuted on Music Existence. So they're going to do that mm-hmm. tomorrow, which is also fun. <laughs> That's very fun. I love that. I'm definitely going to check that out. <laughs> and everyone else, please do. Um, I think that's so great. I love it. I love it. I love this song and I know I'm going to love the EP. So I'm looking forward to that, uh, coming out as well. And do you have any performances coming up that you could tell us about where our listeners might be able to catch, catch you live? Anything in the book? Uh, Performance-wise, we don't have anything down yet. We're actually trying to work with, I don't want to give away too much, but we're trying to do a little hologram-oriented thing that we're working on. So kind of trying to create a more theatrical experience for it. Excuse me, only because I feel like we, you know, the the typical thing that you do is you go, you you get the the set list, you play the bar, you put out the tip jar, and that's kind of like how the rock and roll stuff has always been, is go Mm -hmm. each place, play, play, play. But with Chords of Eve, we're trying something a little bit different and then try to take more of a an interactive feel on things. So nothing set up yet until we really get that solidified. That would be really, really cool. Hopefully, fingers crossed, everything works out. Because, hey, I mean, if, if, I'm sorry, but if, I, if I'm at a show and I see a hologram pop up, <laughs> I'm standing <laughs> on, a, on a chair or something. That That's pretty epic. I hope I hope everything works out. That would be really cool. For yeah, sure. thank you. I hope so, too. I hope so, too. It's a lot of, a lot of uh, strings and moving parts and things now. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. And I want to thank you so, so much for coming on the show. And thank you to Michael Stover for hooking, hooking us up. Um, so, yeah, but I want awesome. He is. You're in good hands. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. And, and thank you so much for coming on. And please come back anytime, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Thank you. And we'll talk with you real soon. I hope you have a great night, okay? <laughs> All right. You too, Josie. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Atlas Cage, everybody. I love it. I have some some talented people on this show, y'all. I get I get to meet so many really cool talented people. I love I love this job, y'all. I love this. Um so please make sure you check out Atlas Cage um everywhere and stay tuned um for his song Brightside which actually comes out tomorrow. This that was perfect. Look at that. <laughs> Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, so please make sure you 
I had to sing the song. My producer's laughing at me. I had to sing the song, okay? Um, which is perfectly fitting. All right. Let's see here. I'm going to get back to our question of the day. All right. Paranormal experiences. Let me hear Let me hear some more, y'all. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Andrew Sherbeck said that his old studio location was very haunted. We caught so many EVPs and weird photos. That's amazing. I love going on YouTube and just, it's kind of an addiction, but I love going on YouTube and listening to EVPs because there's some really clear and profound ones that make, like, if you are not a believer, a lot of these EVPs, you just are like, what? Mind blown. You know what I mean? Um, that is very cool. Uh, let's see here. Karen Fant says, um, all the time she sees ghosts walking, riding horses, et cetera. My daughter and granddaughter sees them too. That is very cool. They say, they say actually, um, you know, as she's speaking about her daughter and, and granddaughter and stuff, they usually say that with, with like, especially for the granddaughters, they usually say that kids are more, um, yeah, susceptible to like experiencing, uh, the paranormal. So I think that's very cool. Very interesting. Uh, let's see. Donna Ray says, many times I owned a house that spirits still remain. Got lots of stories to share. My home had three spirits three spirits who roamed the house at times. I had to stage my home a lot, especially the man who appeared to us to scare us, but I never gave in. The little girl who roamed the upstairs and a little old woman who would stay in the kitchen and walk upstairs to one room of the house, in the house. Um, oh, my goodness. That is crazy. I, that, that is, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting. I love, I love hearing the, like, backstories, like, like what y'all, like, find, you know what I mean? Um, and, and, and Donna Ray found, um, uh, that, uh, the, that one room in the house, a bedroom, uh, it once belonged to, uh, to her son, whom I was told passed away from the war in 1940s. I would be sitting in my living room and could see her walk in the kitchen, turn to look at me, and walk back to the hallway and up the stairs. We owned the home for almost 20 years and experienced many paranormal things. We sold the home last year, and still today I miss it, even though my friendly spirits we left behind. I still believe they followed me somehow because they do want to show up. Oh, my gosh. Um that is crazy. <laughs> that is very interesting. Um, let's see. Brad Run said uh, that he had handprints on his ankle after waking up from bed seven years ago. Okay, that would that would scare me. That that would scare me. Um, that would yeah. That would be that would be that would be something. Uh, Sheila Fox says yes. After my late husband passed away in 2014, a photo shoot picture taken of me looks like an angel behind me. It was inspiring to see. I'll have to show you the pictures. Um, the picture uh, Kenny's daughter took it. Uh, ooh, I want to see this. I want to see this picture. Hold up now. You may have to go on here to see the picture. Oh snap! It does look like an angel. Oh, wow. oh y'all have to go on my post and see that. That is interesting wow my goodness my gooseness y'all i got the goosebumps i got the goosies now okay let's see here what else we got uh amy McAllister. all right let's see what she has okay um we've had many at our house and still do we welcome all of our loved ones who have passed to be here with us the lights flicker often and always at the most amazing spiritual moments our tv that is way too old to have a timer on it turns on every day for Rachel Ray, ever since Maddie's mom and dad passed away, they were both chefs and loved that show. It's actually normal for us to have those experiences, and I'm so grateful. Um, 
And she goes on saying, my husband, Chad, has quite the amazing story about when he broke his neck. He told me I could share it. Um, he was knocked out, and the kid who was with him saw him shaking someone's hand while he was out. When he came to, he had to get back on his four-wheeler and ride 30 minutes home uh, for me to get him to the hospital. He had the same break as Christopher Reeves. Um, he knows and will tell you that his grandma and two of his uncles came to him, and they were the angels who helped uh, held his neck up and saved his life because his time was not up here. Uh, they told him he has much time to do in this earthly life. Um, and then she goes on, we're so blessed, and I can't wait to hear your show. That is sweet. That's so beautiful. I love I love hearing stories like that. That got me a little, that got me emotional. Oh, my gosh. Let's see here. Um, Karen K. Uh, yes, I woke up where someone's standing beside my, uh, with someone standing beside my bed uh, with a sweatsuit and the hoodie over his head. Oh, my goodness. Uh. Joe, he reached for me uh, and wrapped me in his arms and laid me down on the bed. I fell asleep feeling safe and warm in his arms. A couple of days later, I found out that the love of my life had passed away. He was on his way home to uh, play a soccer game in Seattle, Washington. He was playing the game he loved when he um, was hit in the stomach. I kept hearing the kids next door calling out to slow down. He stopped at my house in Hollywood on his way home towards San Diego, California. Wow. Oof. Like I promised, though, uh, on this show, I was I was going to share my experience, and I believe you may have an experience too that you wanted to share. But okay, so I have had I've had one. Um, you got to remember the haunted house that we went to. Oh, you got to yeah. share that. One. Yeah. So okay. So all right. So uh, my experience was when I was what ten? How old was I when this happened? Okay, when I was ten years old, uh, roughly. <laughs> Uh, I was in my bedroom, and I have a um, a closet that is just mirror. Like, it's a mirror closet. Yeah, mirror door. Yeah, on the closet. And um, so I don't know what I was – I don't know what I was doing. Um, I was maybe just watching TV or, you know, all that. But then all of a sudden I see a woman in my mirror, like full woman in my mirror just looking at me. And, you know, normally I would be scared of something like this, but for some reason there was like a calming feeling, like aura, I guess you would say, a calming feeling coming off of her. Um, and it was an older woman, uh, never really seen her before in my life, didn't know who, ne- didn't know who she was at the time. Um, now I know who she is, but at the time I'd never seen who she was. I didn't know, I didn't know who it was. So um, she was, she was just looking at me and, you know, we were staring for like maybe like, five, six seconds, and then she kind of just slowly vanished away. Um, I went to my mom crying. I was, I ran to my mom freaking out because I just saw, you know, this, this older lady uh, in my closet mirror. And, um, you know, I was trying to describe, you know, what I saw, you know, she had, she had glasses, she had curly blonde hair. She, you know, her, she had this cute, like older outfit and, you know, I described everything, shoes, everything. And so she's like, you were like, so what exactly did she, like, you, how did you, you showed me a picture of her. Because you described my grandmother. Right. So when you right. described her, I wanted to, I pulled out a picture to show you to find out if yeah. that was what you had seen. Yes. And it was her at your wedding, right? Yeah. It was her at your wedding. And when I saw the picture, 
my breath like left my body, like my, my soul left my body. Um, and, uh, it was exactly the woman that I saw in my mirror. Like it was the same outfit. So it was actually my mom's grandmother, my great grandmother. And she appeared in my mirror, uh, that in the same outfit that she wore at your wedding, the exact same outfit to a T. And, um, so did, did when I when I came to you when I came to you and said this did it take you back a little bit like were you like what yeah, I think so. <laughs> like what did you just see I thought you were having a moment <laughs> you know you know not, you thought something was wrong you scared me lady um but yeah that was my that was my like big experience where I actually saw something um and then you know the remember. Not too long ago, my mom and I, we were in my bed, we were watching, we were watching some show. Probably This Is Us, who knows what we were watching. <laughs> we're always watching This Is Us. But um, we were, remember the TV, no, wait, no, we were watching it on the computer. Okay. Remember, we were watching it on the computer, and then the TV yeah. turned on. Do you remember that? By itself. By itself. And the remote was on my stand. And, yes, and it was so freaky. It literally the the remote was on my stand, not being touched, over there, and the TV literally turned on, and then changed to a whole different like channel, like a whole different like yeah. thing. And I and we were both we were both watching the computer. Our faces were on the computer, but all of a sudden we look at the screen like we were looking at each other. We were both looking at each other. Our faces like okay. Did you see this? Um, so I mean that was that was pretty freaky. Um and that's never that's never happened before since. So that was that was very freaky. Um we'll talk about your experience here in just a little bit. But let's see. So our next guest is here. Uh so please welcome to the show, Lisa Barrett. Hey, welcome back to the show, I should say. How are you? Hi there, Josie. I'm great. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We have a worldwide radio debut of yours that we're going to play tonight called Make-A-Wish, which I am so excited about. Can you tell us a little bit about this song and your inspiration behind Make-A-Wish? Sure. Um, First of all, thank you so much for supporting all of us and allowing me to share it today. Um, yes, I am oh, super, fun. super excited about this mm-hmm. one. This one's emotional for me. Uh, mm-hmm. This was inspired by the wish that my nephew Austin was granted many years ago by the Make-A-Wish mm-hmm. Foundation. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember the show um, on PBS, The Big Comfy Couch. I Yeah. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> for yes, for yes. people listening, it had Lynette the clown and Molly the doll. Well, right. Austin, um, he was close to two years old battling pediatric cancer. And that was, that was the light of his life at, you know, and all of our lives at that time. So make a wish actually brought her to um, his home. And that was obviously the happiest and saddest day at the same time. So I, I just never, none of us have ever forgotten those few hours. He, by that time, 
it was on morphine and a lot of pain, and he was very sleepy. But when she came and he woke up, he saw her, and he was up for hours, and they were just interacting with each other, having the best time ever. So the song, thank you, was wait, I was wasn't coming to me, you know, and all of a sudden, just recently, there it was. I need to thank them. So for Austin and for all the kids, all the teens out there who are uh, granted wishes, and then for all of us out there who need some happiness in their life, um, make a wish, have a dream, and let it come true and share in the joy for that moment. And I definitely did not want the song to be sad because right, right. in that moment, that is the happiest you're ever, you know, can feel and just enjoy that moment. So that's how it was born. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's such, it really is such a great song. I think many are going to just absolutely love it. So I'm so honored to be able to play it here tonight Thank for you. everyone. So you're welcome. So let's do it. Here is the worldwide radio debut of make a wish by Lisa Barrett. And we'll be right back in just a moment to talk a little bit about it. So stay right there. <laughs> here we go.
Josie show with Lisa Barrett. That was the worldwide radio debut of her new single, Make a Wish, which gave me goosebumps, might I add. Um, beautifully written. You have <laughs> such you. a beautiful voice. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Thank you. I, I did not do this. I mean, this was totally yeah. unplanned, this entire journey. So right. I just keep following the path before me. <laughs> Exactly. Sometimes the most unplanned things are like the biggest blessing. And, and, and what I think is really great about you is you write songs that a lot of people will be able to um, relate to in certain, in certain situations um, may, may, you know, look, look at this song and, and know a loved one who unfortunately has, you know, had cancer or any other kind of um, illness. And, and I think, I think writing from the heart is the biggest thing that you could do as, you know, a songwriter as an artist. And that's what I love so much about you is that you write from the heart Aww, and you have meaning you. behind your music. You're welcome. Uh, so my, I, uh, I think the, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, so I think you get a plus for that. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> you. You're right. You're because the, I always say the most simplest goal I have is to touch people's lives through the music and Austin's memory, and I and I hope that I really can touch people's hearts and help them find some peace in their life. Um, so thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I wanted to ask when this song will be made available for the public for everyone to purchase and check out, um, and where would that also be uh, available? You know, I was trying to keep it super secret. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Don't tell me, don't tell me. I haven't done anything with it, so I'm hoping by the weekend to get it out there. But I didn't want anybody to hear it before it was on your show. So thank you. I love you. Thank you. <laughs> so the, web, the website, uh, thank you. The simplest way is the website is lisabarrettmusic.com. And before I forget, I want to give a nice shout-out to Jamal Holt Brown. He is the gentleman, talented piano player who did the arrangement for me. I found him. He works with me, and I didn't know he plays the piano until I saw wow. a Facebook Live uh, performance from him. So he did a wonderful job. So. 
He did. Thank you, he Jamal. Really did. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Look at that. Yes. He 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 great. I hope. I hope we can get the attention of Make a Wish or Disney World or the Buffalo Bills or another artist who wants to sing the song, maybe put in put it in a movie, something, but I really wanted to go forward and I knew that maybe um your show could help. Oh, thank well that's so sweet. And I would I would love to see um this song, you know, making its rounds just everywhere. I think everyone needs to hear um this song. And I think it can touch a lot of lives and help a lot of people. So that's what I think is is you know, what's why I think this song is going to be um, so successful. So um, please make sure everyone, once it's out, please make sure you you share it um, and and share it with your friends and your family and and just everywhere. And can you please, before you go, please, can you give out um, all of your social networking sites so people could be able to connect with you after the show? I know you're on Facebook. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. There's some videos up there. Reverb Nation, they can find me. <laughs> yes, I would I love, love to talk to anybody who's uh, even having experiences um, with any kind of disease, life-threatening illness, if they want to talk. Um, we, Our family's been there. I'd be happy to talk to them about it. So that's fine. Absolutely. Please connect, everybody. Please, please do. Um Check check out Lisa Barrett, everyone. You will not regret it. And Lisa, thank you so so much for coming on the show and sharing this beautiful song with us. And to thank the world, you, your sweetheart. Oh, you are too. Thank you. Oh well, I hope you have a great night. Okay, we'll we'll t- definitely you talk too. to you soon. Take care. Right. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Take care. <laughs> love her. She's so sweet. I I love I love her for what she does. Um, for the world, I mean, she's, she just makes, she just makes everything brighter. I love, I love when people write from the heart. So, um, remember, remember Lisa Barrett, please check her out. All right. looks like our next guest has arrived. I'm so excited. Here is the wonderful Savannah Nider. Hello, Savannah. How are you? I am so good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on the show. No, thank you. I'm so excited to be on here. I'm so excited, too. I mean, we have a worldwide radio debut that we're going to play of yours called We Are Us. So I am just so excited. I want to talk, I want to talk about this song so bad. So can you tell us a little bit about this song and, all, and your inspiration behind uh, We Are Us? Yeah, absolutely. You know, when I heard this song, like, so many things went through my head. You know, I think that everybody can interpret this song in their own way. I think it has a multitude of meanings. You know, generally, you know, it can mean equality, um, just, you know, being your own person. And I think that that is super important, especially with people who are artists. Um, I just think that this could touch so many people in their own unique way. And that is something that I want to show people with my music. And I want to touch people mm-hmm. not only by the message of the song, but by the emotion that I put behind it. So I absolutely love it. You know, I hope people, you know, see it the way that I do, and I just hope people are touched by it. So, Absolutely, absolutely. And before we play it, I promise everybody will play it here in just a second. But first, I wanted to ask if you had any thoughts for a music video on this one. I think that would be, like, a really cool, I, I, you know, music video for sure. Yes. Yeah, you know, I do have, I do have a video that can be seen on the Women of Country as of right now. And then um, come of Monday, people can actually watch the lyric video 
um, of my song on YouTube. So that is something that people can see soon. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. Check it out, everyone. And here we go. Here it is. Worldwide radio debut of We Are Us by Savannah Nider. We'll be right back with more from Savannah. So don't go anywhere. Here we go. I've been sitting here wondering about this world. What's been going on with our boys and girls? Used to put on the news, learn something through the lately. For all too many facts, it's never right. And hey, there's a guarantee that there will be a tomorrow. radio debut of her song we are us and i wanted to ask when this song will be fully released and available for all of our listeners to be able to purchase and check out yes absolutely actually my release mm-hmm. is tomorrow so i am Woo-hoo! beyond excited yes 
<laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Congratulations. I hope everyone checks Thank it out so much. tomorrow. You're welcome. And I, I want um I want everyone to go to, you know, your websites and, and social networking sites. So please give out all of those social networking web links. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I actually do have a music website. Um it's just savannahnidermusic.com. I'm also available on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and then I also have a YouTube channel. So people can go visit a lot of different music outlets and see my song. So I'm really excited. Yes, check her out, everyone. You are all over the web. <laughs> you really are. You're all <laughs> over the place. So please make sure you check her out. Um, I love it. I love it. And, and check out We Are Us tomorrow. And I want to thank you so, so much for coming on the show. Please come back anytime, okay? Anytime you have anything new that you oh would like God, to report on, no. please let me know. <laughs> Absolutely. No, thank you. This was this was such a pleasure. Thank you so much, Desi. Oh, thank you. The honor is all mine. I will talk to you real soon and have a great night, okay? Yes, you too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye, Savannah. Night, okay. everyone. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Oh, she's so sweet. Savannah Nider, um, please make sure you check her out. Um, add her, subscribe, uh, follow, all of that, <laughs> all of the above. And I want to thank you all so, so much for tuning in tonight. Big time thank you to my special guests tonight, Adam Calvert, Lisa Barrett, Atlas Page, and Savannah Nider. And tune in next week, Thursday, March 5th, for a very special episode starting at 8 p.m. Central um, with special guest Katie Cook and this is actually going to be a show that this is going to kind of be like a whole full circle show because Katie Cook was my first guest on the Josie show when I started the show in 2009 I was only 14 years old and I'm so excited to be welcoming her back um, next Thursday uh, she is an incredible incredible person uh, definitely a role model uh, you know I, I'm I just she's just incredible um, she does so much for the country music community. Uh, she's an artist herself. Um, she is a paranormal podcast. I'll, 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 we'll talk all about it uh, next week. So stay tuned um, Thursday, uh, March 5th, for this special episode with the incredible Katie Cook. Um, and remember, sometimes you have to make the hard decisions to follow your dreams, but remember to give it all you got. Make great friends along the way and enjoy the whole journey. Good night. Everyone, oh wait, 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 I forgot y'all. Oh my gosh, y'all. And I was really excited about this too. My mom, she has to tell her story, okay? She has a paranormal experience. And then I'll say goodbye again. <laughs> and then and then I'll tell you goodbye. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, yes. I completely forgot. I completely forgot about this. You have to talk about this. <laughs> oh my gosh. Creepy moment for both of us, actually. Joe, you're hilarious. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. <laughs> My brain is, is sometimes I forget it, it happens. <laughs> you're lucky you're cute. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Thank you. <laughs> so, anyways, this is this is like like one of my creepiest moments ever. So, um, we mm -hmm. were uh, in Tennessee and we were wedding venue hunting, right? And um, one of the places that we went to go look at, and just we didn't get it, <laughs> we went to go look at um, was like one of those old mansions that a lot of people, you know, renovate and you get married in, et cetera. And the pictures we had seen, you know, for it were so beautiful. So we were like, you know, let's just go look. How cool is that, right? So um, it was Josie, Matt, and I, and we went down there to look at it. And there was a main house, uh, and then there was like this little like men's cave house 
Uh, and then there was like this just big room that I guess you would use like a banquet hall. And then the house was kind of like where you would get ready and set up and like, you know, stuff like that. So we go inside this house and we're walking around and, you know, gather the way that we had hoped. And um, it was kind of a mess. And it's just, I, I can't imagine how the pictures look that good in this place, right? I was like, okay, let's just finish walking through it. Maybe we're missing something. So anyways, we're walking from room to room and just kind of looking around. And we're kind of, I don't know about anybody else, but at that point, I'm getting kind of a creepy feeling. I'm feeling like someone's watching me, you know, which is kind of weird. And I keep looking around, and, you know, the kids and, you know, whatnot, everybody's going their own way. And as I'm walking through, heading towards, like, what was a kitchen, um, I kept feeling like somebody walking behind me so close, almost like they're stepping on my heels of my shoes. And I saw it was Josie. I literally turned around, and I'm like, okay, okay. And there is nobody, nobody behind me whatsoever, Okay. And I'm like, what is my problem? So I keep walking and I keep feeling it. Like there's somebody like, literally I could feel them pressing up against the back of me. And I keep turning around and looking and there's nobody there. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'm losing my mind. Maybe there's a bench or something. I don't know. So they're like, let's go look upstairs. So as we're going up the stairs, there's these um, like pictures or portraits or whatever, um, going, lining, going up the stairs. And, um, you know, it's like of old, like, you know, um, yeah, like 1840s or something, photographs, or oh, artwork, or whatever you call it. Yeah, of, like, the family who lived there, and, like, the, that it was a hospital, and, like, whatever, you know. So, anyways, um, I'm walking up, and I'm looking at this picture, and I'm thinking to myself, why have I seen this picture before? There'd be no way in any world that I would have seen this picture before, right? I'm like, I'm old, but I'm not that old. I'm like, why would I have seen this? So I, I just had that in my head, like, that's weird. Why is that picture so familiar to me? Anyway, so I walked up the stairs again, feeling like something is, like, on me. And um, we walk up there, and we go look in this room. It's got, like, a bunch of dead bees all over the floor. And it's just, oh, it's just, I don't know. I'm like, we just got to go. This just is not for me. So anyway, so I'm like, okay, you know, let's just go back downstairs. And um, as we're going down the stairs and I pass that picture again, I look at it and I think to myself, oh, my goodness. I know why I've seen this picture before because, you know, we watch all those, like, ghost hunting type shows. And this show has been, this um, mansion place, whatever, has been on that show. (laughs) And I know it because that's where I know the picture from because I remember them showing it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I am not in this scary place. So now I'm really freaked out, okay? Now I just want to get outside. So we go outside, and they're like, let me show you this banquet room. And I really don't want to go, but I'm like, okay. So we go look at the banquet room, which felt fine because it, it, I guess it wasn't, I don't know if it was an original part of the house, but it felt fine, didn't feel weird, but I, I just didn't like it. So then they're like, come on, let me show you where all the groomsmen gather. It's like a little man's cave. And then, so we go inside this tiny little room and the guy says, you know, bachelors really go crazy in here. He goes, I don't know why. He's like, but every time like a wedding is over, this room is tore apart, like furniture flown, like just torn apart. I'll tell you right now, it's not, it's not the bachelors. Somebody is not happy that they do weddings at this place. <laughs> okay. No, because oh. no. every every man's bridal party would not be ripping the place apart, okay? <laughs> okay, so tell them about when you sat on the couch in there. Okay, so, well, first, let me, let me, let me start at the beginning here with me, because okay. I didn't realize I had a lot of similar um, feelings and stuff, um, you know, like, like you did. And, you know, when I, when I went into the house, I mean, I, I was like, wow, okay. You know, he, he said it was an old veteran's hospital and stuff, so... 
you know, I was kind of like, you know, I, I'm a history kind of person, right? So I was like looking forward to seeing all the interesting things. You know, it had a lot, it had a lot of really cool stuff in it, you know, um, from the older days, right? And so I walk in, you know, it was potentially maybe a, um, a wedding venue. So I was trying to put pictures of, you know, things around the place so I can get an idea and a feel of everything. And, um, Something was not happy that I was taking pictures. I don't know if maybe you thought I was being disrespectful. I wasn't at all. Um, but every time I took a picture, every time I snapped a photo, I would get this horrible stomachache and headache, like the worst in my life. And I maybe only took like three pictures and then I was done because I was like, you know what? I keep getting really sick. I keep feeling like something is not happy with my pictures. And so I just, I kind of stopped with the pictures completely, right? Um, and so then I went into that the one that this other space. I don't remember what space it was, but I also had the same incident where I felt like something was behind me on my tail, like someone was right next to me. So I thought it was Matt. I was like, I was like, Matt, can you like, you know, I was messing my turn and say, what, what's up? <laughs> and I turned around and he was all the way on the other side of this room. And so I was kind of like, okay, that's kind of strange. And then when we went into the into the bachelor pad area for for the for the guys, um, I there there's a couch on there. And so you know I was I sat down on the couch, okay. So I I sat down on the couch, and right as I sat down, I got right back up. Back up. And I shot up, and my mom looked at me like, what in the world? Right when I sat down on that on that chair on that on that couch, I felt so sick. I felt horrible. I just at this point I wanted to get out of there. I was like, I felt horrible in this place. I don't know what it is, but I just feel horrible. So um, we we left after that incident. Um, you know, we said our goodbyes and all that. Once we got in the car, we started going. I was we were fine then after that. Then I get back home and I look at the pictures that I took, and there was one picture by the stairs where the old veteran um, uh, hospital like pictures were, and we see like a little like light figure, and it looks like it looks like a hand on the railing. It looks like someone is coming down the stairs, and I want to try to find this picture, um, but it was the craziest. It was the craziest experience we've ever had in our lives. We felt so weird um, the entire time. And honestly, I feel like maybe, I feel like this place doesn't want, um, something in this place doesn't want weddings to be there. You know what I mean? They feel maybe it's disrespectful or, you know, they don't want all these people coming in there because that's the feeling that I had when I went in there was that, you know, something was following us around. Something didn't want us there. Every time I took a picture, they, it seemed like it was just mad. I was feeling so sick. Um, once I sat on the, the couch, it was all over. I was, something was like, get the heck out. <laughs> Cause I had to get, we had to leave right after that incident. And, um, and we've never, we've never went back, but it was probably the craziest experience that we've ever had. We didn't see anything. It wasn't anything like that, but just the feelings in this place was crazy. And, you know, we never seen anything with our eyes, but when you look, when we look back on the footage, we saw that picture and I showed Matt and I showed my dad and Matt's like, Matt's like, that legit looks like a woman coming down on the stairs because you see a hand on the railing and everything. And um, 
what, what do you make, Ma? Didn't it look well, like? Didn't yeah, it... that's definitely what it was, and there was no windows. There was no light right. fixture there. There was no way that it would have been any, any sort of glare or shadow or anything. It looked like, it looked so, like, yeah, I mean, it kind of looked a little like a nerd. Yeah. You know, like, it was, it had, like, I don't know, it, like. It, I don't know. To me, I felt was, like. It had a. Yeah. I, yeah, I felt like it was the owner of the house, and she just didn't want anybody in her house. Yeah. And that's how I kind of felt. And I was, I was getting the same like horrible, sick feeling. It wasn't even like a sick feeling for me. Like I got in the car and it was still there. So it was almost like, um, it felt like somebody was like putting their hands and in your stomach and like squishing your intestines or something. I mean, I, right. I don't know how to describe it, but it just felt bad. Right. And I literally, and I, I don't normally, you know, go crazy or believe in a lot of these things, but I literally in the car said, okay, I get it. You don't want anybody in your house. We promise, you know, leave us alone and we will never be back. Right. And the pain instantly went away. And I told Josie, you are not having anybody in there. <laughs> I am never going back in that house. I've already promised ladies at home that I'm not coming back. <laughs> we are not going back there. I swear. Oh, my God. Creepiest thing ever yeah. oh my goodness and, and, and the thing is though is you know when I went online and we found out you know you know some history on it I'm um, apparently had the like oldest oak tree or something the oldest tree it was like right in the in the you know right in front of the property um it was like the oldest tree in that area um you know it was the old veterans hospital and it was you know it had a lot of different antiques inside of it so I could see why it would probably be uh, haunted, and um, it, honestly, I still have the feeling and the belief that maybe they just do not want weddings on that property. They just don't want anybody. There. Right. Want it anybody. seemed like we weren't welcome. It's their property. <laughs> They're not leaving it. They don't want anybody in it. Right. Nobody's welcome. I mean, that's how it seems. And that old, old oak tree literally fell over and just yes. reached the house. I was just so, I was saying that. You know, we found yes, out. No, yes, we found out that that old oak tree literally, for some reason, it just fell over and uh, it collapsed and it was it didn't hit the house or anything, but it was close. And we saw this um, online, and I'm like, they need to stop with these weddings because it's getting mad. I think it's like a warning. You know what I mean? It just seemed like it just yeah. seemed like a lot of different signs. But um, yeah, it was it was. That was a really creepy experience that we all we all really felt, and it just felt like somebody was just kind of standing behind us, watching what we were doing. You know, yeah, but I'm not happy. Uh, <laughs> we're not happy. It was like get off my couch, girlfriend. Um, but yeah, that was I think probably the crazy experience. That crazy yeah, that was a had. that was a crazy one. I'm gonna put a picture. I know how I felt, so there was no denying. there was no denying that. We had the same feeling, but we didn't even discuss it. We didn't even know. We didn't know until we got in the car, and I was like, I had the worst stomach ache and headache every time I was in there, and the whole time I was in there, and you were like, Yes, that's what I was feeling. And then and then when you said that someone felt like they were walking behind you, I was like, I didn't yell at Matt for the same thing. crazy experience um but if you have any more experiences paranormal experiences please let me know i would love to share it on the next episode um but thank you all so much once again for tuning in and now officially we're going to wish you a big good night and love so i hope you guys have a great good night a great night and we love y'all <laughs>
Hope you guys could sleep tonight. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> 